This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Good morning. This third interview is going to be hot, 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 and we're bringing it back Omar because it's Tuesday. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. This is the one I've been looking forward to, and that is, you know what? What kind of mindset do you need to have to buy your first investment property, whether it's buy and hold or flip? So when you hear that, when you go back all those years or you're helping a, or mentoring another realtor, what are you looking for to see if they have the right mindset to buy their first flip or first buy and hold? What, what is it? What kind of mindset? Oh, that's, that's big. So what I see is the ability to, if you're going to buy something, I mean, obviously if this person already has a home, obviously, and then they want to go buy their first investment property, you know, hold it, create some ca- pa- passive cash flow. Um, the number one thing with the mindset is understand that it is the long term. It's a, it's a long journey. Mm. You're not going to be rich overnight. You're not going to be super attracted to a 200, 300, $400 in positive cash flow a month. You really not. Mm. Okay. Cause I'll tell you that right now. It's not super attractive. It's not sexy, but it will be in 10 years. Yeah. It will be over the course of you know, appreciation and depreciation that you're using while you increase your normal business. So as long as people understand that the mindset of uh, buying your first investment property, and this is only if you're going to buy and hold, okay, there's obviously the other avenue of buying it and flipping it. Mm -hmm. But then that comes with a lot of other um, mental um, aspects that you need to take care of, because you have to fix it, you you, got to be willing and ready to lose money on a flip. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you that. Yeah, you have to, if, if you're not, if you're not ready to lose 10, $15,000, um, then you probably should not get into this <laughs> honestly, yeah. because you will have, um, you will have losses, but just be prepared. And, and the, the only way you can be prepared is if you know your market and what, what, if you buy something, what it's worth, how much you're going to put in it and what the, uh, what the difference would be. Yeah. For me, I, for me, that's first off. Those are the conversations I love to have, right? I get in front of an investor, whether it's here on a Zoom call, like I do all these times, or it's at a coffee shop, or it's at a real estate meetup. And and really, I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten rather short. I don't I don't mess around anymore, right? My time's right. valuable, so I basically ask what they are looking for, right? What 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 is a good deal? And then I shut up. And one of two things happen. Either A, they pontificate for 10 minutes and tell me nothing, which means, you know, they're trying to they're trying to find the magic words to get me to say good job. Okay. Which is which means you're not ready. Or two, in 60 to 90 seconds, they tell me what they're looking for. I'm looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath in this part of town uh, that rents for. 11 or 1200 right? It's a set of defined criteria that if I wanted, I could go look in the market for them. Okay. So those are one of the two things. So if you come to me and you have the buzz and your energy and you, 
I call them shooting stars, right? They come out like a blaze of glory and then they're gone, right? Just whoo, all energy, no focus. But if you can come to me and go, hey, I'm looking, you know, it could even be, hey, I'm looking for a fourplex because I want a house hack. I needs to be in this part of town. I'd like them to be at least two bedrooms and above. I mean, whatever, I don't care what it is. As far as I'm concerned, it could be, hey, I'm looking for a 10,000 square foot house because I want a house hack. I, I don't really care what the answer is. But if you tell me a defined set of criteria that if I wanted to pull out my phone and go, hey, let's look together, I could. If that's what you bring me and that's the conversation, you are right on the cusp of, of being a great investor. It's not the 17 buzzwords that you think I'm looking for. It's not the, you know, uh, you know, it's not the Robert Kiyosaki, this or that. It's not, it's just, it's none of that stuff, folks. It's, it's what focus the, on what you want. Yeah. What do you want? Right. What do you want to add to what, what are you looking for? Gosh, darn it. So if that's the answer, that's the answer. It's just, it's just that important, right? What do you want? That's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. Once you know what you want, you go look for it. I mean, it's really that simple. And then, you know, just because if you give me that answer, you've earned the right for more of my time. If you tell me what you want, then I go, great. What's a good deal? Because again, back to interview number two, I believe every listing, every market, whether it's high desert, Fresno, Detroit, whatever, has bad deals, meaning negative cash flow, average deals, meaning anybody could buy them, good deals, hard to find, or great deals. And if you That's can tell me what average is, if, you're, if you know what you're looking for and you spent the time like I teach in my course and you know what average is, dude, the world's your oyster. Because now you only look at it good and great. Dude, the world is your oyster. It's awesome. Good and great. That's it. Don't look at anything subpar. Yeah. Don't look at anything normal. That's good and great. Meaning good to, to explain that, that's what's good. Three, $400 in positive cash flow. Yeah. Whatever your criteria is. I would tell you, yeah, most markets average is 150 to 200. So good or great could be three or 400. For me, it's yield, right? How hard is my money working? How much money do I take out of my account? Put in this asset, that asset becomes a bond, produces a yield every year, an expected yield. I, you know, in my market, uh, it's 6%. It's funny. One of my students in our private group just asked, Hey, what does everybody look for? And it's funny to see people reply. Some people look for 10%. Some people look for 12. I look, I responded. I'm looking for six. Every market has a different average. Wow. Okay. It's an amazing thing. And again, I don't, I don't ever tell anybody where to invest. It's not my thing. I don't care. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, invest in Beverly Hills. I don't care, but know what average is. And once you know average, I only want you to write offers in good and great. And then the cherry on top of all of this is once you know what average is, good and great, and you write an offer, you will run away from bidding wars. Oh, 100%. Because yeah. you, get, you get into that, a great deal can become a bad deal in one counter offer. Yep. Dang, that's good. Yeah. So this is, this is fun. Again, you've got to have the right mindset. You've got to get ready. And what else would you tell? Let's, let's flip the script, right? I'm very investor focused. Let's okay. think about a realtor, right? You got your license, uh, you know, you've done a couple of transactions, but you don't own your first rental. What kind of mindset are you looking for, right? They come to you for their 60 minute weekly or monthly or whatever it is. What are you trying to scratch and itch to see if they're ready to put one of them in the, you know, on, on the board for their own? Do they have any money? I love it. That's where I was going to. Do they have any money? Have you saved any money? God damn it. I, seriously, you're in the business. You have a few deals going. Did you spend and splurge your whole commission check? Or did you save eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars, fifteen thousand bucks to be able to go and duplicate and 
and feed your money. That's what you want to do. You want to feed it. Yeah. It doesn't want to sit in a bank account. Not at all. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Well, how hard is your money working? I call that yield. It's the, uh, it's, it's amazing. People ask me, what's, what are all your metrics? I'm like, all my metrics. I got one. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why anybody would want two. I only got one, right? So it's yield, right? How hard is my money working? Um, and, and that's, that's the name of the game. Like what's your return on your money that you're going to invest? I don't get I mean, that. And the beauty of that, once you get that, once you're comfortable with it, once you own that, what really drives people crazy, Omar, is I can compare an old 1920s one bedroom, one bath house, right? A 20 unit apartment building. And people lose their mind when I tell them I will buy the one bedroom, one bath house every time if it's a higher yield. People lose it. They're like, why would you do that? You have 20 tenants over here and one. If you have a vacancy, you're 100% vacant, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you can go broke buying 20 units. I mean, uh -huh. yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Bigger is better is, is a nice social media quote. And it's nice to talk about units. I don't care about any of that stuff. I want to be financially free and I'm going to buy the unit, the thing that has the best return. So, I mean, people lose their mind when I tell them that it's crazy. It, that, that that's insane. And you know what, that right there, Michael, and exactly what you just said about the 20 units and a small little one in one. Um, I literally was going to 1031 my three in one that I paid 40 grand for a long time ago. And it's 11 years ago. So it's paid itself off 10 times, right? And um, it's 1250 a month in rent. Okay, I have no debt on this on this house. And I was going to take the 250,000 is worth and go dump it into a million dollar, you know, uh, eight plex, 10 plex or whatever the case. But that little house at 40 K, I will never be able to get that return. Even on that 10 plex for me paying 40 grand. And I received 13,000, $14,000 a year in pure profit. I mean, that's without me doing anything. Yeah. So I kept the house. I didn't demo it. I didn't want to build nothing on it. I just kept it. I said, you know what? I'm just going to keep it. It's, it's nothing to me, but it's everything when I'm receiving that, that yeah. 1250, 1275 a month. So yeah, folks, again, you can go again, you can go broke buying big. You can go broke buying cheap. You can go broke buying out of state folks, learn your mock market, stop the shiny objects, own your stuff. And if you're a realtor, really, you know, save your money. I, I, I'm, you probably have, but I'll ask anyway, since I have it here. Have you ever read this book, The Millionaire Next Door? Millionaire Next Door, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah so, so I just did a video on it. It'll be posted today about Dr. North and Dr. South. Remember those two guys? They both made 700 I grand. I do. Right, they both made 700 uh -huh. grand. They both, after taxes, had 400 grand to spend every year. One of them is on the path to bankruptcy and one of them's worth $7.5 million. It's Speaking. all about- Earn, spend, save, invest, repeat. That's what this book is. And the key here is one of them is spending 360 grand a year. And the other is to live, right? Lifestyle, house, cars, for sure, for sure. you know, club dues. And the other is spending a hundred grand. So one has roughly 300 grand to invest and one's got 40 grand. Big difference. Guess which one's living better. I mean, it's just oh. crazy. <laughs> and it's so subtle. It's so simple. It really is. And, and, and people always focus on like, okay, like my, my whole motto is go make more money. Okay. Yeah. That's my thing. Okay. Yes. You want to decrease your expenses. You want to live a little, just chill, you know, don't go overspending everything. And when I say to everyone in my office, 
go make more money because we have the avenue to go help more owners, get them to list their home, get them to sell you the house. That is your vehicle to make more money. And then when you take that money, you reinvest it into real estate appreciation over 10, 15 years and or flipping or whatever avenue you want to go through. So it's all about the money that you make on the money that you receive and you reinvest. I believe that 100%. So great, great call there. Awesome. And if you haven't read the book yet, it's, uh, it's funny. I just, I actually interviewed Thomas Stanley. It was, it was pretty cool. I got him to autograph my book. You did? I did. Yeah. Look, he, oh, mailed, that's so he mailed me an autographed copy. It's a treasure of mine. I will keep that forever. All right, man. Any closing comments on this? We covered a lot. Um, closing comments, obviously go make more money. Save <laughs> I love your it. Money. And focus, then, focus, focus, <laughs> focus and reinvest the money that you do save. Don't go buy the shiny object, wh- whether it's uh, a brand new vehicle, this, that, and the other, that's going to depreciate. The other day I wrote something where I wrote, I, I showed you guys a depreciating liability versus an appreciating asset. That's all you have to figure out. Go make more money, put it away and then reinvest it in real estate. Omar, thank you for being a part of Tuesdays, man. You're, you have a growing playlist, tons of knowledge. I appreciate you, man. Have a great week. You too. Thanks, Michael.